0: everyone welcome to the place where we get to talk freely about ddo i i've recorded like 10 hours of of the podcast and i deleted it all because that uh, wasn't that great so for practice <laughs> and to keep me in check so i don't ramble on i've decided just to keep this one i don't know how long or short it will be uh, i just know that I'm only going to cover a couple of things, and the things I want to cover is a little bit what's coming in the Update 66 patch, and how it's um, been received by some players, not all, I think the game is changing again, and some people are going to be sad, that the dragon incarnation and if you're new and you haven't reached epic levels yet dragon incarnation is an epic destiny uh, designed for casters and it uh, lets you unleash this really potent dragon breath but also allows you to uh, take two feats epic feats ruin and greater ruin and uh apply their damage twice and also allows you to double uh wellspring of powers uh, at length of time it's there's a lot of things in the tree that could be moved around and fixed for sure uh, to give people other options so it's not so fully loaded I racked my brain on this one of the things I I don't like and and everybody that's listened from the beginning will know that I I just think that the standing stone games that the developers should uh, always shy away from nerfing but that's not a solution to introducing new things to the game and new ideas and new options for them to increase our playtime and our fun factor I guess then that's the reason why they're they're uh, sort of clipping the nails of the dragon so to speak because it's just too good too powerful is it though yeah it is, with the ruin and greater ruin of the wellspring it's way too powerful the Immediate thing that comes to mind for Dragon Incarnation is the, the, the. Not Memories of Flight, I'm not sure what it's called, but it's the. Uh, maybe that is what it's called. They get a, an abundant step type ability, or a. Uh, what the Favorite Souls get, if you're not familiar with the Monk version. That's the only one I know. I know the ability to. But it's essentially a button you can press. I think it's on a 15 or 20 second cooldown. It's ridiculous. It has no charges, it's all the way at tier 5, it costs 2 points, and uh, it's ridiculous. It's, it, I mean, it is an attack, uh, and I've used it as an attack on some of my characters, but it's, it's really not that great, and the function of those types of abilities in the game is either to close the gap with an enemy quickly, escape the enemy or what we love to do with it is like bound crazily across the map from either a high distance or over some dangerous obstacle like Baba so the memories of flight that I just mentioned that's kind of what it's used for that's what those other abilities are used for because the other abilities don't have a damage they're not an attack they're just simply a movement ability and the attack isn't uh that great it it works sometimes it's i think it's supposed to do a knockdown and then apply whatever your element damage is right but it's just so it should really be like a cc and it it could be cool because if it really worked or had the charges and you could fly in and knock people down and do your um eldritch burst or whatever you were you know I, i can just in my head i can envision a lot of cool uses if it was awesome an awesome ability but it's generally not people most times I see people use it is when they they take the exalted angel and they have the, the five charges on that which you can spam one two three four five I think it's got a two or three second cooldown on the exalted angel version it does not have um, an attack but again people don't use that for an attack and players that know about it they probably don't even take it. You know I mean? When you take it, this is how I see it mostly used. In the marketplace or some public area, somebody hits their exalted angel, and then they hit their memories of flight dragon. So they have angel wings, dragon wings, and then angel wings. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much how I see it used. It, it's kind of like, hey, I'm going to – you know that guy's TR. You know, he's, he's epic TR, and he's going to racial TR you. He's just having fun. So it's pretty loaded and I'm not going to try to fix the tree or, uh, anything. I just want to circle back to the, the opinion I have of nerfing the game is bad. And with uh, Dungeons and Dragons, it's especially bad. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons players are, uh, are used to things changing, but they're also used to something else i am a I i was many years ago a tabletop player and i i'm thinking to myself for over the course of the last couple of months is this the update 66 infos come out and people are reacting to it and if there's a youtube video or another podcast or anything like that you bet your butt i've probably seen it so and and, and it's mostly because i want i'm curious as to what other players are thinking and um what their ideas are, so I want to stay away from. I just want to focus on this one thing. I think a great way to approach. So I have two ideas. Well, we'll cover them, and then I'll, I'll kick the podcast of the curb, cast my teleportation spell, and we can all get back to playing games or going to sleep or working. <laughs> yeah. My first idea. My first idea is to don't nerf anything, and so if this, they're not going to scrap. They're not going to do anything we ever suggest with this update. No matter if every if all fourteen thousand of us, seventeen thousand of us, spam the forums. I don't think they. Well, maybe they would. But here's the idea. The Dragon Incarnation is a really juicy tree for casters. It's it's got a lot of it's got a lot of a lot of damage in it and it's got a lot of a couple of defensive things and then it's got three imbued die. It's got that while you may not think that Memories of Flight is is fantastic, if you were had a certain type of build, you may take it just because that's your only option for an escape from the enemy because you're not taking Exalted Angel or or any other movement ability. You're you're taking something else so i can see uh, instances where somebody might take that just because well this is my best option all right so we've we agree that it's it's a powerful tree and too powerful we also agree that what the other things they're doing I, this is the one i focus on as a dragon incarnation but i remember that they're Uh, changing fey uh not the fey wild um the autos whistler tree Uh, shirati i you know shirati and they're changing adrenaline and they're changing uh they're they're, they're using quick cutter right instead of adrenaline and the uh, uh, fury of the wild tree and those are really drastic changes in those trees And then they've got, they spent a lot of time improving. Uh, And I, I want to put that kind of in quotation marks, but not, not because I'm salty about it, but I've, I've listened to everybody else that use the tree and like it the way it is like, and they're upset about the changes. Right. And I like that they're upset about the changes because that means they love the game and they love the game so much. This really bad tree. They figured out how to make it useful, and they have built uh, characters around it. And uh, kudos to them. And uh, and this is this is where we are going to talk about relationships, because the guy who takes this crappy tree and says I'm going to I'm going to try I'm going to make this not useful I'm going to make it work. You know, Reaper modes. And I'm going to run it in raids. I'm going to run it with my friends. And I'm going to post it on YouTube, post it on forums, and it's going to work good. The guy that does that loves this game, loves it, right? And anybody who does that with any of the other hands, anything with this game loves it. And I know I'm sure we've all done it at one point, taking something, we just love this idea, but it's not good. And it's not good because it's either been neglected, it's broken, you know, it's, So, but we still have always tried to make it work. Some of us, a lot of us have tried to make it work. That guy's upset. The guy who made the mages tree. I'm talking about the the mages epic destiny. You know? That whole introduction was for this mages epic destiny, because the the, the thing I want to focus on is exactly the dichotomy between dragon incarnation and the mages. What you have in the mages tree is essentially, I wouldn't call it a dead tree, but it's um, extremely scattered and you've had players who figured out a way to make it useful for them maybe it's not a build for everybody but it works they're, they're very proud of it and they love it that's all that matters that's what you know binds us together as players is this, this commonality of uh living in Dungeons and Dragons world so the guy that does that really helps out SSG because when Sandy Stone Games keeps the tree dead, doesn't do anything with it for months or years or however long, and you get a guy advertising, hey, I got a way to use this. that, that goes that's, a, that's awesome because the developers essentially neglected this whole thing, put it out. It's bad, doesn't work, nobody uses it. And this guy found a use for it. And then he's saying, hey, everybody, check this out. You can actually use this tree. So that guy that does that, is completely betrayed. Trust is completely eroded between him and his dungeon master. The player and the dungeon master, in this case, the DDO DMs. This shouldn't happen. And that's why I'm not in favor of nerfs. I'm not in favor, I, I like the update 66 changes, but I'm not in favor of this type of developing in this particular game. We have a special game with Dungeons & Dragons Online and um, it's been out for damn near 20 years and it's time for us to figure out a more stable framework that players can expect when new things are released. And we need to give players options. If you say you wanted to buff the mage okay, buff it. You know, great. I wouldn't spend a whole lot of time redeveloping the tree. Here's my second idea, or here's my here's my here's my first idea. Additions. So instead of spending time reworking mages, reworking this tree, reworking this tree, you make a new tree. Maybe it's similar and based on this idea of the mages tree but it's wholly new wholly different and while it has echoes maybe of other epic destinies like the archetypes do it's it's a new caster tree right and i really do think that uh the dragon incarnation thing has been overlooked a long time i i really don't think they should touch it um I think they should adjust the Ruin, Greater Ruin thing as I recall, you don't have to be in the Dragon Incarnation Mantle to make it work, you could just take the um, take the feats and take the, the the Epic Destiny Enhancement at Tier 5, I think it's Tier 5 and those two spells work a simple change would be, oops um, we've been meaning to fix this you shouldn't lie to your player base even a little white lie you should just come out and say uh this tree is really overloaded it's really powerful we'd love to nerf it uh we are going to make one change we don't consider it a nerf we consider it um and that we over an oversight in the rules and this particular ability was always meant to be tied to the epic epic destiny mantle or if that's not the truth uh, we really feel like after 18 months or 20 months of this thing being out really think we should tie it to this and then you have a new edition hits the ddo store and it's an epic destiny tree for casters and you certainly could make several of them and release them as a themed book like say oriental adventures or psionics right so i understand i'm not pointing to psionics directly but i'm saying Use that as an example, right? So have that, you know, pack of Epic Destiny's Enhancement Treats, however you want to package that, have that for sale in the the DDO store. And it's an addition like Mordenkainen's or any other D&D product. And it's available to players who want to enhance their campaigns with these things. Now, the scary thought is, as a developer, I, as like, if I was one of the guys working on the trees, I would be really scared, or at least apprehensive, is probably a better word. Because if you were tasked with coming up with a, hey, you're gonna, your your point on uh, the new Epic Destiny edition that we're coming out with, and it's uh, the, the Illithid edition, so good luck. You know that thing comes out, now, that thing doesn't sell well, and several of them might be like, "Hey, what'd you do? You didn't test it enough, or well, these people don't like it." <laughs> you know? So, now again, that's where the DDO council comes in, and you can bounce stuff off them. I think, but this this is a much better approach than nerfing things. I I would consider tying the greater ruin ruin to the mantle, not a nerf. I would. Uh, that would be just a balance adjustment it's not a nerf Uh, a nerf is when you uh, typically when you take something away and replace it with something less or take what's there and make that less and when you do that to us as a player base we are betrayed and we don't trust you that's how people feel spend a lot of time money uh, a lot of investment emotional investment and now you've taken that from them. That's not fair, and that's not what a good dungeon master does. Yeah, sometimes you got to talk to a guy. I mean, I was a kid when I played it, so we never really—if we argued, we all just argued right there at the table because we're twelve. But yeah, you might, you know, in the like in the one shot I played for D and D fifth edition, I had an issue with so I didn't understand how the rules were applied, and the guy. We did like a little sidebar. He kind of muted everybody else and pulled me into my own chat and kind of said, hey, this is how that's supposed to work. I get what you're trying to do. Uh, this is what I'm willing to do for this role. And uh, if you're trying to learn the rules, this is the way it's supposed to go. So next time this, right? And he wasn't like, it wasn't like I did anything bad or wrong, but he's trying to run a fair game. He's got this whole thing planned out. Uh, you know, he spent a lot of work and time playing the world. So why you have teams developing character build options, New ones. You have people I'm sure working on the world as well. But I I really to circle back to the whole the whole point of the this short podcast episode is just be a better developer. Be different. Lead the way. I've seen videos that get DMD's DDo's history wrong. And uh I I don't like it because DDO is really very special and was always leading the way. And people always just just follow them. And, uh, we as players don't know the connections that, you know, standing stone games have with other people that are in the industry, but this isn't their first two MMOs and this isn't their one shot to success. And I don't know all their games but I do remember when I, when I made my account with Turbine they had another game called Ashram's Call which was old <laughs> and people still played it, they loved it um, oops, I didn't um, so they've got, a, they've got a good track record of, of base hits doubles and home runs and uh, I would like to see something like that, right, like additions coming up So, we have a a set of caster epic destiny editions, you know? And yeah, is it easier for the developers to just say, hey, we're nerfing this, we're changing this, we're doing this, because we want to come up with this one new thing. Yeah, that's great for you guys. And this is directly to standing Stone Games. That's great for you to do that. Sweet. You just came up with something else that's basically free. So, you did all that work for free. And I want to see more players come. I want to see this game last longer and um i don't mind if you guys want to put the work in and not give me a dead tree but give me something new to play with my caster i'll buy that i'll i'll, I'll go to the ddos room and buy that that's awesome and if you label it properly as a, a new addition to the game and i mean addition like you know the book like i'm talking about like a, a handbook a new edition handbook in an addendum book right an expansion to character options that you don't you don't need, but you want, and that's this whole industry from tabletop to you know big screen is all want. We want a and D movie. We want more D and D tabletop books. We want more options. We want this. We want that. So the entire industry is based off of income and the framework especially for the mind of a Dungeons & Dragons player, is already there. It already exists. So don't, um, don't fall into, hey, we're just a video com- game company. Hey, we're just trying to balance an MMO. Don't do that. DDO isn't just an MMO. It's Dungeons & Dragons online. So treat it that way and try to make your approaches more in line with that. I'm gonna finish with this thought. I came to this idea because I've seen at least three videos that I can remember in the past week about how Dungeons & Dragons Online, and these are my words, is divorced from 3.5 rule edition. Meaning Dungeons & Dragons Online isn't Dungeons & Dragons. And if it's not that, then what is it? So my plea, my hope is that something, an idea like this can come out and we're not adjusting all these different things at all these trees. Again, sometimes it's necessary. So even if they would have adopted this idea and update 66 were to come out With this new idea, meaning not much change in the other trees, but we have a new addition, say two new trees, three new trees, and whatever they themed it as, it's the dragon theme. I don't know if it's Year of the Dragon, and I haven't uh, proselytized the free DDO 2024 code or any of that stuff, but uh, I want to focus on, on this last thought. I came to this idea because of what other people are saying, other players are saying, other conversations I've had with people I don't know in the game, they are saying that, the players are saying that. And that's really sad um, to hear that, that oh, Dungeons and Dragons is not Dungeons and Dragons. And the moment that uh, a thought like that catches in a community, the game will die. Because we're all here because we love Dungeons and Dragons make no mistake in the moment that more people this idea takes hold and takes root the seed that was planted uh, the, the, the worse the game will get the worse the attitudes will get and they're not wrong that idea is not wrong uh, certainly decisions were made um, throughout the years that have the developers felt they had to make um, to continue to provide a product that we would play. Really, it's the the whitewash, Reap Remote really to me is the whitewashing of DDO. Um, I mean, I, I got 61 points, dude. I, don't, I play R10s, but I have played R10s, but I mostly carried them in a backpack. I don't have a whole lot of time to spend but i can tell you from my time that i have played is that if i had more time to spend on the game and had more reaper points i'd figure out reaper 10 fairly quickly meaning it's not not a brain teaser it's a vertical scaling meaning you got to put your time in and if you put your time in you will advance And why I I call that whitewashing is because it's a a deception that you are improving as a player and you're not. You're just putting uh, your characters becoming more powerful just innately by earning the points. But you are not learning the game. You, the player, are not learning the game. There is a way to do all that, I'm sure. But that's not what this podcast is about, my friends. And I don't. I just want to uh, uh, point that out that one point that the people are saying this isn't Dungeons and Dragons and my opinion is if that were to take hold that idea that DDO is not DDO we will lose players because the buy-in here is that we're playing Dungeons and Dragons online and the reason why I came up with this particular idea this addition idea is because I heard what they said and and I was racking my brain for the last couple of months and just thinking, well, how how do you number one stop betraying the player base so they're upset? And then number two, how do we try to get it closer to, to D to D and D? And I think one of those ways is marketing and how we sell the product. So yeah i think a change like the greater ruin and ruin being tied to the man tied to the dragon incarnation mantle is fine and then just leave the tree alone and let it be and then when you come out with these additions obviously you're entering in kind of a social contract with the player when you sell them to them when you sell those Epic Destiny's thing, because the, the idea is, hey, I bought this, it's mine, don't change it. So you really want to make sure um, to have some kind of system uh, that it was we've done fairly. You know, everything's above board and, and fair. So if there were any caveats that the developer wanted to have with a, a new addition, they should say it. And that's all I really have, and I, I, I do think it's a good idea. It's just rolled around my head for a while, not the whole thing. It started with that, that comment that I saw like so many times. And when I say this week, I, I just rewatched these videos, so I, I've heard it many before I came back to the game that people think that Dungeons and Dragons Online is not Dungeons and Dragons, and I really think that my personal personal opinion so i think what i've offered the one idea i've offered i think is suitable for like focus group testing and uh like marketing testing and and i don't even think you need to do that you know why because dungeons and dragons and tsr and paizo they're very successful and that's how they make money they come out with new additions they come out with official expansions just for character customization and um that's how they sell it. Uh, you really, the, when you think about the idea, just off the top of your head, you could include a, a new feat. You could include a new feat that's tied to the epic that's, I mean, you could just, there's so many things you could do with something like that uh, to make it really fun, really cool, and really enticing to a new player. It's not predatory. It's already being done. And I wouldn't find it predatory because I know the game needs to make money. You guys have to come out with new content, right? Standing stone games to come out with new content. And the way Wizards of the Coast stay afloat is they you know they sell books and new ways to build the same characters over and over again. Officially, officially. DDO is a slightly different because the game is you know, it's an online game. But at the same time, I, I still think that uh, it's, it's a great idea. Actually, I think it's a good idea. <laughs> but I think it's something worth, worth taking a look at. Because then at least it stems the tide of, hey, we have to nerf everything. And then it gives the developers a line in the sand. If we're going to mess with something, it needs to be reasonable, transparent, and it has to happen probably slow. Because... you're taking away and changing things and yet, oh, we're shaking up the meta and it is good, I'm not saying it's bad, it is good but it's just, it's so I'm so done with people being upset because the way they've been playing the game the last 20 months can't be played that way because the rules changed on them and it has nothing to do with them nothing to do with them and smaller changes can go a long way a long long way so my first idea and really this is the last point i'll make my first idea was uh, is to figure out a way to all the systems we have in place right now MMR, PRR, all the stuff caps all these things follow that to say level 50. and all the rules that are in place stay in place or they change in this you figure them out and you keep them the same you don't change them so if i want to build something here i know what do you take how it's going to be implemented and i can expect certain power games that may, maybe power gaps so but i i feel like i'm empowered because And this is the idea, this is the idea, the edition idea came from, because Dungeons & Dragons Online has its own, like, player handbook slash campaign setting slash uh, instruction manual book that we can buy. And it's like its own explanation of the world and mechanics and some more. It has to be fun. Yeah. and some lore about Dungeons and Dragons online. I, I was like, man, that's a pretty good idea. Well, it locks the developers into a, a rule set, sure, but they're gonna create it. I mean, they have made, well, I was gonna say crazy changes, but they've made some pretty drastic changes over the years. And that's really what has driven the player base away because nobody likes to feel robbed or cheated or lied to or all of the above people want to at the very least feel heard and with this update I don't I'll be honest with you I don't got skin in the game yeah I got a caster I got a king a couple that use the dragon incarnation thing and I rely on that pretty heavily but I, I'm not uh, that's not my jam as far as main tunes go right I love it, it's fun, it's a change of pace You know, they're solid tunes, but they're just not You know, they're not my uh, I'm not totally tied to that one Epic Destiny I think there are a lot of them that are fun and I haven't played I really, uh, I really did like the Dragon Incarnation When, a couple years ago, whenever I first Ran into it when it was buffed, I don't know the time frame it uh, like immediately drew me into the game. I mean, immediately. I had a sorcerer that I just barely played, um, and when I when I saw that this tree had been overworked and it overworked uh, the worked uh, you know redone essentially the yeah, epic descent system. Uh, I, I tried the obviously I tried the dragon incarnate. I'm playing a sorcerer, pretty pretty natural, right? Anybody anybody that's as nerdy as me knows that. It seems to make sense. I'm a sorcerer, dragon incarnation. I'm going there. That's for me. And I remember the first time booting into a quest with that thing and just letting that thing roll. And I was like, holy smokes, like, I can participate. (laughs) You know, this guy had, like, really bad ear and stuff, but that breath weapon, holy smokes, I was a dragon for sure. So I'm sad to see that go because it's such a cool role play character defining thing. It's a cool thing to build your guy as, um, so I'm sad to see that go. But as far as the, the update in general and all the changes in general, yeah, I think, you know, there are some opportunities, right? But I think there's a bigger opportunity for standing Stone games and that's to say, Hey, well, let's, let's pump the brakes. Um, and why don't you ask around this epic destiny system that we have can stay forever. Yes, it can stay forever. No, I feel like down the line, this, this, this needs to change. Okay, perfect. That's something you guys should probably look at now. So we can maybe have a, I know this is a pipe dream, but I'd love to have like a player slash, slash campaign setting, physical book and PDF uh, for players to understand and kind of slowly get into uh the Dungeons and Dragons online world oh well there's the wiki yep yeah there's the companion yep but it's not official see see because we all do that man we all you know we all want that official product too or whatever name brand that is so if there are things that might be upcoming and in like a, and might change then the book that comes out should have a what to expect section where there are for sure things that are going to change and for sure ideas they'd like to implement but need to be more fleshed out. And then that conversation should, it doesn't necessarily have to include the players, but it should take place in front of them because at the very least, they're aware of what's happening and they don't feel like, Hey, check out update 66. You can't play dragon incarnation anymore. Holy crap. What do you mean I can't? Well, what's that? Uh, I know we're married, but you know, I need to ride home and he seemed real fun and you know, what the hell? Man? I'm surprised. I feel betrayed. You know? It's just not cool. dude. <laughs> so that's really it for this podcast. Real short. Um, Like i said i did like 10 or 12 hours of uh tape and i wasn't happy with it i was all over the place because this particular little blurb that just came out was it's extreme we can go really down the rabbit hole with it as as they just scratched a little bit of the surface off uh both with the edition and with the you know with an official player's handbook from from ssg about DDO. you really go down the rabbit hole But I just, I want to keep things uh, positive and solution oriented. And I don't want to focus on, you know, things that were just briefly mentioned for context purposes. I I love the game. I think that uh, Standing Stone Games is, uh, by and large, an honest and hardworking crew that is passionate. And I think that that's the key to their success. You don't have to get everything right. You know, you don't have to. But if if everybody knows that you love it, it's easier for them to get on board. You know? All right, so that's pretty much all I have. If you guys like that idea, well, thanks. <laughs> I hope uh, I hope we can fix this whole nerf thing. I don't like it. Um, I'd like to see something like this be done with the enhancements trees as well. But it's, yeah, it's a late idea to that game, right? We get several universal ones. So going forward, I don't know. I don't know how to, how to make that. Uh, well, think it would just work the same as the Epic Destiny, but I, I just. This is where I'm ending the podcast. You know why? Because every other time I try to record this, I start. One, I want to add the enhancement trees and all that. I want to start thinking of content and all kinds of things. We, fun things we can do and I go off on this tangent where um, I start uh, complaining because it's complaining about trances, you know, and uh, boosts and stuff, right? Because I know everybody thinks it's cheeky, but dude, they're gonna bounce. you know, they just, I just don't think, now you're gonna have to spend points to get those things. And we don't have uh, like a, like a protection thing, against whatever standing stone games decides to do in the future so if they want to if they decide that they're gonna change the cost or move the tier or take it away or make it less doesn't add one half it adds 25 percent to your tactical dcs you know if they decide that they can so i and it's something we're all building and i'm certainly guilty of, but i definitely do I'm building for Trance in every character. Why? Because I have to, because since they're, they've become so prevalent, the game's balanced around them. So you got to take it. And got to take stuff when you have that quote unquote, okay, so quotation marks, got to take stuff, quotation marks, means you don't have build diversity or you've limited player creativity in build diversity because we're building around this said thing but i understand it i'm not calling them out i understand it but it's kind of like it's it's kind of foolish for players to be asking for these kinds of things because you're shooting yourself in the foot yeah we'll give you that boom you know but uh, we're also giving you this too check out this mob holy crap this guy saves his way higher use the trance i use the trance oh i just barely got it you know holy smokes man i mean just think about what you're asking for Anyways, uh, that's the podcast. It's uh, I got a bunch of ideas I, I still want to talk about. I I still haven't fleshed out a schedule for this, but I am. I do have the. Obviously, I'm back doing it, so I just don't have uh, anything firm for anybody yet. I just I'm kind of recording these. Uh, you wouldn't believe where and how I'm recording these, but I'm recording them uh, I'm not in danger or anything, but uh, it's cold. <laughs> so I'm I am trying to. Uh, Generate real, real thoughtful conversations, and I'm trying to keep it a little short this time because, like I said, i, I several times I, I recorded 12 hours. All right, thanks for stopping, guys. Bye, right, guys, <laughs> and uh, past friends, future friends. I'm casting that teleports, bro. I got real good at it. I'm, you know, I'm not gonna go someplace crazy. If I land in water, if something bad happens, I'll be back.